is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. It's a simple recipe, but it would mean so much to me. Turn on the gas and make me feel fine. All I wanna say is, just give me some hot pizza. I really need it tonight. Hot pizza, come on and give me a bite. Hot pizza. Hey folks, Steve Siddall here with another edition of Financial Pizza. It's the only podcast that features clips and more from some of the best financial radio programs heard around the country each and every week. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. We would really appreciate that. And if you'd like to reach any of the advisors featured here on the show, you can call them 800-662-6808 or just text PIZZA to 21000. If you'd like to reach me, Steve, at Financial Pizza or at Steve Siddall on the Twitter Another crazy week in the land of pandemic. Yeah, that's us. <laughs> the good news is some states are really beginning to open things up. Some restaurants are open for dine-in. I'm going to be at my favorite Mexican place tonight. You can count on it. On the East Coast, beaches are open in places like North and South Carolina just in time for the holiday weekend. Maybe we'll have a summer after all. The advisors this week had plenty to say. Coach Pete DeRuta digs into lifetime income and explains why his plans go to 110 years old. Oh, he also goes McEnroe, and you don't want to miss that. Robert Kuhn from Chicago introduces us to Jim Simons. He's a mathematician turned hedge fund guy. It's a great story. Greg Barry in, in Wilmington, North Carolina, takes us through some differences in Medicare as well as long-term care. Pretty good stuff. Kevin Frisbee from Maine shares what the U.S. Comptroller says could happen to our tax rates in the near future. Richard Pelletier in Massachusetts outlines his strategy for maneuvering through a volatile market while in retirement. And I've got a funny money story that will leave you scratching your head. So let's get this pizza cooking. First up, it's America's Wealth Coach and best-selling author, Coach Pete DeRuta, the show that started it all, Financial Safari. Here, Coach Pete, along with producers Thomas Lipscomb and Dave Perkins, are talking about lifetime warranties and then... Coach goes McEnroe. We've seen the lifetime warranties that end up lasting, you know, three, five years, whatever it be, or the lifetime of the product. If you never tuck it, touch it, take it out of the package or do anything. So let me ask you, at 90, am I still going to get income? Yes. And hey, you want to know a story about lifetime? Yeah, sure. We bought three new Apple computers for our Vegas office last year, and they stayed in a box because they weren't needed yet. But when we brought them out seven, eight months after that, yeah. after we'd purchased them, Guess what wasn't working? Okay, well, uh, the computers? The batteries. Oh, oh right. So yeah. all three of them, I don't know where Apple, and, and Apple says, oh, sorry, the, the, the warranty is six months. So, you know, we had never used them, but it didn't matter them. Oh, well, wow. Apple had to know they were buying bad batteries from somewhere. They Thomas, had we to. We talked have. about this off air. We have, yeah. But uh, I feel it's... It's it's created such pain. Guess oh guess how much they want to charge to to replace such bad. Such oh, I could uh, hundreds. I'm sure how much. And you can't even use the computer without the battery. You can't just plug it in. No, it you can't. That battery has to be plugged in. That's Four hundred right, yeah. some dollars for that <laughs> new battery <laughs> labor to put it in. Wow. The computers were only like nine hundred to a thousand each. So that's crazy money wow. right there. Apple had to know they were putting bad batteries in the computers. Yeah. Oh, you would think so. I mean, you would think so. I mean, come on. You've been turned on. You're not going to be the only one that's called them about the issue. I should have told you to play my Coach Goes Macaro. (laughs) (laughs) Really? 
though. It was a like, good, put that good sounder, time for it. Put the, put the sounder in after it right now. Go with it for me. Yeah. Coach goes back and rope. You cannot be serious. Be serious. Be serious. There you go. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, now, so, but, but I do want to ask you, so 90, we're still getting the income. What about a hundred, 110? Say, say I live that long. Will I still get that income that you're talking that's about? That's the beauty of a true lifetime income plan. It means your lifetime and your spouse's lifetime. There's no zingers. There's no asterisks. And then if you both pass away, which we're all going to pass away, the main question is what happens to the money that's left when we pass away? My husband and my wife, we both get income for the rest of our lives. And then yeah. we pass away. What that balance is still there sometimes, most of the times, where does that money go? Sure. It goes on to your next of kin. It doesn't wow. disappear. It doesn't. So See, back oh, in the wow. old days, a lot of dirty tricks played in the old days, but not anymore. And that's why it's important, I think, to deal with a true independent financial fiduciary firm. We are not beholden to any one company or financial institution. We represent all of them. We represent everyone out there who wants real information. And then we give you a fiduciary plan. In other words, we have to put your needs ahead of ours, and we could get in a lot of trouble if we don't, Mm -hmm. which, Thomas, we've always practiced that way. That's because I've always believed to be ethical, and the financial world is important because we've seen so many sharks in the water with the Bernie Madoffs, the many Madoffs. But it's, it's just vitally important to make sure you know your planner and your planning team. And one of the ways to make sure they're doing the right thing for you is to make sure they've done the right thing for other folks. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I'm the proudest ever of having 27 and a half years in the financial arena and never having a a complaint. So we always try to do the right thing. So he did bring it all back around even after going McEnroe. And by the way, that's John McEnroe, the tennis player from the 70s. You can Google him and find out more. Financial Safari, of course, heard around the country each and every week. It originates on 1061 FM Talk in Raleigh, North Carolina. To reach Coach Pete and the team at Capital Financial, call 800-662-6808, or you can just text PIZZA to 21000. Visit PeteOnDemand.com for lots more information about Coach and Capital Financial. You'll find brochures and videos, books, and more. And then you can also visit CapitalFinancialAdvisoryGroup.com to learn more about how they can help you. Pizza! From North Carolina, we head to Chicago, where we find Robert Kuhn and his show, Decoding Wall Street. In this clip, Robert tells the story of Jim Simons, and it's quite a story, then gets into tactical management and just how important that is for retirees in this uncertain market. We talk about buckets of money. We want to have a bucket of money. Math is your friend. Your goal has to mathematically you know, be able to strive to, to minimize downside risk while using technology to ultimately allow you or, or indicate when you should be invested and when you should you know, play defense. And you know, people don't talk about that. A phenomenal story, Jim Simons. So he's a fascinating guy. Google him, Jim Simon. Um, I think it's incredible that a guy at 40, so in his 30s, he was a code breaker for the NSA. And he taught mathematics at, at, at Harvard, and I believe it was uh, MIT and Harvard and ran a mathematics department. At 40 years old, he quits his profession teaching math. You know what he did? What's that? He started a hedge fund out of a strip mall in Long Island. This is at 40 years old. He's the greatest modern-day uh, moneymaker on Wall Street. And there's a book about him, and, and the book is uh, titled The Man Who Solved uh, the Market. I'm telling you the story because, first off, he's fascinating. But he's a mathematician. He's a scientist. And he started a hedge fund that had the returns, the annual returns, since uh, he started the flagship fund in 98, 66% annually. Holy cow. They don't hire from Wall Street. 
they don't they only hire I say only, but generally scientists, mathematicians, uh, statistic, uh, statisticians. It actually is frowned upon if they look at that you had prior Wall Street um, experience. I tell you this because there's so many ways to take advantage of technology today. I'm not saying that we could replicate that. I'm not saying that. First off, you couldn't even get into that fund. I mean, he's you know it's long closed. Of course, but they um, their average holding period is two days. So they have, oh, they have warehouses full of supercomputers that analyze terabytes of information a second. And, and so I tell this story because people who think that you can't make money other than just buying and holding an investment strategy, you're just missing the boat. Boy, that's tactical management at its finest right there. Well, well it is. And, and, and again, is it for all your money? Absolutely not. But, but you have, there are statistical patterns in uh, the, the market that the eye can't see. You know, looking at and evaluating a stock and trying to find information that other people d- you know, don't have, that just doesn't exist today. You know, 30%-ish of the trading on Wall Street today is done by computers. I mean, think about that. 30% is done by computers. So that is that why there are such massive swings sometimes? Absolutely. And, and, and it's, you know, they have these proprietary math-based tools that are designed simply to mitigate downside risk. It, it's, it's emotionless. I mean, so they don't care ultimately what happens in the market. And it, it just is repeatable, and it just is defined simply by math. So do we want to have a bucket of our money that is run that way? Absolutely. And when it comes to, you know, what we have to offer, I mean, we have four anchor strategies. I mean, we certainly have tax mitigation strategies. We want to reduce your taxable income up to 100% for some money. We want to have tactical management. We want to have kind of the buy and hold that is kind of the boring, but we certainly want to do it. And we want to have some protection in place. That ultimately, Steve, is why our clients aren't freaking out right now. A combination of strategies works best for most plans. You can hear Robert and his show, Decoding Wall Street, Saturdays at noon on News Talk, WLS AM 890. And you can reach him here by calling 800-662-6808, or you can text pizza to 21000. Visit his website at kuhncp.com. That's kuhn, K-U-H-M-C-P dot com. You can also find that by searching for Decoding Wall Street on Apple Podcasts. Pizza! Now, check out this episode of Funny Money. This is a funny money story, and it's both a little funny and a little not so funny. But one thing is certain, it's a pretty good story. It's a story about making a profit, acquiring customers, and how some venture capitalists lose millions of dollars, yet they continue to acquire more cash. We get the story from content strategist and writer Ranjan Roy, and he tells the story of a friend of his that owns several independent pizza operations. One day, he started to get complaints about late deliveries. Just one thing, his pizza operations didn't offer delivery. He did a little sleuthing. He discovered a delivery option had somehow appeared on his Google listing. Turns out it was DoorDash. Apparently, that's one method of how DoorDash acquires new customers. Oh, but it doesn't end there. He sells his pizza $24 a piece. However, DoorDash had it listed for $16. Think about it. If somebody would pay DoorDash $16 for a pizza, yet his restaurant got the full $24. So he did the only thing that seemed logical. 
He ordered 10 pizzas for himself, had them delivered to a friend's house. It worked. His restaurant was paid 24 bucks a piece and the customer paid $16. Boom, eight bucks profit per pizza. The money was free. A seamless transfer from SoftBank's deep venture capital on pockets to his business bank account. So they tried it again, only this time, they only sent out pizza dough. Same thing, $75 pure profit. Surely DoorDash would figure this out. Well, they didn't. And here's where the venture capitalists come in. In this case, SoftBank. They are the money behind DoorDash, who, by the way, lost $450 million generating $800 million in revenue last year. Let me say that again. They lost $450 million generating $800 million. What's wrong with this picture? Is it any wonder, then, why the potential Uber Eats takeover of Grubhub has hit a brick wall? Oh, a bizarre story for sure. So uh, he was asked if what he did was a bit shady. Probably, he says, but hey, F DoorDash. He used the whole word, but this is a family-friendly podcast. Pizza! Now let's head to Maine, where we find Kevin Frisbee and his version of Financial Safari. Now in this clip, Kevin talks taxes, and what he says could happen will make you shake your head. You know what? Here's the thing. And, and this is timing to talk about taxes. I talk about taxes all the time with every single client that comes in. As far as minimizing taxes, maybe doing Roth conversion strategies, we're at about $25, 26000000000000 trillion in debt in the United States right now. Okay, The comptroller of the United States, and I can't pull their name out of my head. I don't have it right here. But the comptroller of the United States, which means the bean counter. Hang on there, Kevin. The comptroller's name is Eugene D'Addario, and he's held that position since December of 2010. And just for clarification, the Comptroller General of the United States is the director of the Government Accountability Office. It's a legislative branch agency established by Congress in 1921 to ensure the fiscal and managerial accountability of the federal government. All right, Kevin, go ahead. But the Comptroller of the United States, which means the bean counter, says just recently that once we hit 28 to 30 trillion, how, that's not very far away the, with the uh, stimulus packages and all the stuff we're doing. Once we hit 28 to 30 trillion, taxes have to increase 50%. Oh you want me to repeat that? Yeah. The comptroller of the bean counter of the United States says that once the United States debt hits 28 to 30 trillion, we're at 25, 26 right now, that the income tax brackets have to go up by 50, 50 percent. What are we going to do? Think about that. No. So if you're a marginal tax bracket, a federal level, most retirees are at a 12 percent federal bracket. Right. 50 percent means you're going to 18. And if you're living in the state of Maine, uh, 183 days out of the year, six months in a day, you're subject to five, six, seven percent state of Maine tax. In addition to that, now you're at 24 before you're at 18. Wow. What are you going to do? If you're higher, you're a higher earner, you're at 37% on a federal level, you're going to 55. My gosh. That's, I so, mean, that just seems outrageous, but that, that's the reality well, we're looking at, isn't it? It's, it's the post-COVID-19 world. The rules are changing and they will change. So I've, I've said it for years, Steve. We talked about it on the radio. We have the lowest federal tax rates in history right now. The jobs and, and tax act that passed in 15 that went in effect in 17 expire in 2025, unless they make some changes before that. But let's say they wait and raise the taxes in 2025. Let's say that's the case. And by the way, just the, the interest on the debt 
right now is a trillion dollars a year, one trillion dollars. So in four years or five years, when these expire, assuming we don't spend any more money, just with the interest on the debt, we're going to hit 30 trillion, 50% increase. It might be 50% of the old rates that we go back to, which is even higher taxes. So I will tell you right now, critically important to look at Roth conversions and putting tax strategies in place for the next five years. And here's the thing. 50% of the American people are tax recipients and 50% of the American people are taxpayers. Who do you think those rates are going higher on? Hmm, I wonder if it's going to be be us, you and me. It doesn't take an Einstein to figure that out, right? Right. The 50% that are taxpayers are going to have to pay the bill of the stimulus packages and the interest and everything else that's going on by a large percentage increase. So again, that's not me. That's the comptroller of the United States commentary. Wow, that is some news. All the more reason to make sure your retirement is buttoned up. Kevin and Financial Safari can be heard on multiple radio stations throughout the state of Maine on Saturdays and Sundays. Kevin posts all his shows on his website, frisbeebenefits.com. That's frisbeebenefits, F-R-I-S-B-I-E, benefits.com, as well as on Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to reach Kevin here, give him a call, 800-662-6808, or just text PIZZA to 21000. PIZZA! Now let's join Richard Pelletier as he and I are discussing just what tactical management of our portfolio means. We're tactical managers. We're not buy and hold. Our clients expect us to do something, number one, which is to mitigate, minimize losses. Not to guarantee that they can't happen. That can't happen. The market, no such thing as a guarantee. But we move very rapidly right after the peak, sold that asset that made us a lot of money, and moved those monies into very defensive positions in exchange traded funds that were tracking gold, that were tracking U.S. treasuries. Well, that's what happened in February and March. So that platform was very successful in preventing a loss before it occurs. Let me tell you, it's a lot easier and safer to prevent a loss in the first case, prevent a major drawdown, than it is to recover from a major drawdown on your assets. Trust me on that one. People will find out over the next few months. Now, a couple of things happened within the last couple of weeks. The algorithm started tricking up again. So, gee, things are looking a little bit better. Uh, and this was before you know, this past week where it went up 900 uh, points in one day hmm. on the supposition that we might have a vaccine that may look pretty good, et cetera, et cetera. One day it went up one, you know, almost 900 plus points. So what happens here is those algorithms start picking up some solidification and we moved out of the cave from a very bare defensive position to put our nose basically out of the cave. So what I call a moderate defensive position. Uh, now, again, We'll sniff it up. Things get solidified. The market steeps going back. We'll get more and more into the stock market through different ETFs that track the SCFP or the NASDAQ or whatever the case may be. But things get really ugly. We're going back in a cave and rapidly. Now, that's the difference between a tactical manager versus one that you're in the back of a roller coaster and what I would call basically a passive investor. Most of the people listening to this radio show, whether they realize it or not, are passive investors. They may not like the term but that you're in the back of that roller coaster uh, backed car and you're in there where that mutual fund tends to take you, up or down. And our conversation continued. The only good news about bad news in the stock market, some of you stockholders may find that you've got some stock. I had a client I'm analyzing right now just before the radio show, and they own some Altria stock. 
Well, I've owned Altria stock. And I've owned it for 10 years, and it made me a lot of money. It went straight up. I think my appreciation was way over 300% in the last 10 years. That's pretty good. Well, guess what? Uh, right now, they're having some real rough times, and the stock is way down. One of the things you may want to do is take a look at your stock positions, and if you see a major drop in it, you may want to take that stock out of your 401k, out of your IRA, and move it into a Roth at the current value. Now, what that means is if that you have stock if, and you have faith that that stock will come back or even grow even greater over the years and pays nice dividends, you don't want to sell the stock, but you have an opportunity here. Take that money out or some part of those shares in kind, transfer it to a Roth, pay the tax on the reduced value. And when it comes back next month or next year, all that recapture of the former growth is going to be tax free forever. So will the dividends be tax-free forever to your spouse, to your heirs? And that's especially true with the SECURE Act. I do like the sound of that. You can catch Richard in the Financial Safari Saturday mornings at 9 on News Radio 560 WHYN in Springfield, Massachusetts. You can stream it on the iHeartRadio app, too. Learn more by visiting his website, helptoretire.com. That's helptoretire.com. Call him on the Financial Pizza Hotline, 800-662-6808, or text PIZZA to 21000. Pizza! One more clip and this pizza will be ready to go. And for that, we turn to Greg Berrien and his show, A-Plus Retirement. Now here, Greg, Dave Perkins, and I are talking about Medicare, long-term care, and more. Most people in the world go for a Medicare Advantage plan, which is lower, much, much lower cost probably about $100, $150 less a month. However, higher potential out-of-pocket in the future. So this is the whole thing is when you approach that healthcare, we have to make sure we look at it properly. Then we got to look at, golly, what if things go wrong? (laughs) Yeah, what if I get sick? What if if my healthcare cost goes beyond that? What if I need long-term care coverage? Do I have a plan for that? Do 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 I have a strategy in place for that? And if you don't have that strategy, now it's time to start thinking about that. And one thing we're talking about right now is life insurance. And I just jumped right into there, didn't I, Dave? Steve? That's good. I like it. Yeah. That's a good thing to I'm, talk I'm on a roll, about. guys. I mean, I'm just like, you know, you give me on healthcare, <laughs> and, and I, just, I just take off. So, right. So what we're talking about now is making sure that you have a plan and a strategy to take care of those long-term care coverage. And one beautiful thing right now we have is life insurance. Life insurance does amazing things because first of all, you know, of course, everybody knows there's long-term care insurance out there, David, right? Everybody yeah, knows that. But it's high and you lose it if it, you don't use it. It's, it's, it's like car insurance. Yeah. You could drive a car for 50 years, never have an accident, and basically all that money you put in the car insurance, you know. It's gone. It's gone. It's basically yeah. taking care of liability. Now, long-term care insurance is that way as, as well. You could drop $80,000, $150,000 for a couple and you both fall asleep holding hands one night and never wake up. Paul, oh, amen. Wouldn't that be nice, huh? <laughs> yeah. But guess what? Good way to go. He just burned through 150 grand. Whew. Whereas the life insurance component is one thing that in life insurance companies is they listen to us. They listen to the consumer, which is beautiful, is you can now take almost dollar for dollar out of your life insurance policy while you're still alive, tax-free, to do anything you want to do with it if you cannot conduct Two of the six activities of daily living, such as toileting, transferring, feeding yourself, things like that. And if you have that kind of policy put in place, what that does is it empowers you, man. 
it empowers you to be able to stay at home, to, to take that money to, to retrofit a bathroom, to build a ramp, to, to hire a nurse, to hire whoever it may be to make sure that you're taken care of. That's, that's pretty really incredible. Good. Yeah. 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 It works right. And that, that really is that, that that's the insurance industry responding to a, a real need and so that they could stay in business. Heck, heck mm. yeah, man. Absolutely. They, first of all, we're looking at the largest, largest amount of wealth transfer in the history of the world going on. The baby boomers have tons and tons of money. And the insurance companies, they're not stupid. They want a piece of that. <laughs> they want some of that money. So well, they got, yeah, absolutely They smart. have to respond. Yeah. They have to respond to the consumer. And if they don't give the consumer what they want, the consumer is going to go elsewhere to find that money. And you can find Greg in A-plus retirement Saturdays at 7 a.m. on 103.7 WTIB in Greenville, North Carolina as well as on 1061 FM Talk at 6 a.m. Sundays in Raleigh, North Carolina. To reach Greg here, 800-662-6808. Text PIZZA to 21000. You can also learn more by visiting aplusretirement.com, the letter A, the word plus, retirement.com. So that makes our pizza complete. Clips and more from some of the very best financial radio programs heard around the country every week, brought to you hot, fresh, and in 30 minutes or less. Remember, you can reach the advisors here by calling 800-662-6808. Text PIZZA to 21000. Reach me by email, steve at financialpizza.com or on Twitter, at Steve Siddall, S-T-E-V-E-S-E-D-A-H-L. Hey, thanks everybody for listening. Don't forget, subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. We would really appreciate it. And we've also got links to all the advisors in the show in the show notes with this podcast. I'm Steve Siddall. See you next time on Financial Pizza. Pizza. Coach P Radio. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. Money management is provided by Equus Capital Management. Equus is an SEC-registered investment advisor located in San Rafael, California. Investment advice by Capital Financial Advisory Group, LLC, a North Carolina-registered investment advisor. Insurance advice given by Capital Financial and Insurance, a North Carolina-licensed insurance agency.